Welcome back. We're, while the airline industry continues to fly high, according to data from the International Air Transport Association, total traffic reached over 90% of pre-pandemic levels this year as the industry steadily recovers from the COVID-19 crash. And joining me now is the CEO of KLM Royal Dutch Airlines, Marianne Rintel. Thank you so much for your time, Marianne. And thank you actually for joining us yes, uh, in studio you. all the way from the Netherlands. It is. Yeah, so you're celebrating 85 years in yes. South Africa. So yes. let's start off. You know, tell me about your presence and your evolution in South Africa and even yes. just the, 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 the African continent as a whole and what that relationship looks like right now. Yes. Well, well, it's of course uh, it's 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 a big market for us, and and as you said, we are flying here already for eighty-five years, and and we just celebrated the birthday of KLM one hundred and four years a couple of weeks ago. So we are the oldest airline uh, with the name KLM uh, still uh, today. Mm. And uh, yeah, we have daily flights to Johannesburg and to Cape Town. Uh, and it's a big market from uh, from the Netherlands. So we're proud to be here. Yeah. I'm actually wondering, where are you in terms of pre-pandemic levels? Yes. Have you reached those levels in terms of air traffic demand at this point? And I mean, just also on that, as a follow-up, are there any demand uh, shifts that you are seeing uh, post-COVID that your consumers are engaging in? Yes. So, so a couple of things. Yeah. Um, Customers came back so quickly yeah. after COVID. So we faced some issues and problems yeah. uh, that during up the months. 2022 because the month picked up so rapidly. Mm. Uh, and, and that's good. Eh? So, so you see customers are coming back. People want to fly again, want to meet family, friends, want to do, do business. So that's a good thing. But uh, we still need to recover from some capacity constraints uh, due to the COVID period. It's the labor market, which is rather tight in the Netherlands. We have mm -hmm. high inflation. Uh, we have some supply uh, chain issues like, like we all have in the airline industry uh, today. Mm -hmm. So we are at around 90% and hopefully we will be back in 24-25 with 100% capacity. But still, uh, people want to fly again. That's good news. People want to visit family and friends. Yeah. That's nice. And do business. And, and what we see today, there's a little bit of change in the market. So we added a new product in our uh, planes. It's the Premium Comfort. It's not at all planes today. We are still building it in, refurbishing uh, the 777s. So we have that premium comfort. It's very, very uh, much appreciated by our customers. Mm. It's, it's so you have economy, economy comfort, premium comfort with a very nice seat, a different meal, different service before business class. And, and we see more and more leisure uh, customers uh, uh, wanting to travel within premium or even sometimes in business class. So there's a Big difference. Yeah, leisure, leisure uh, customers came back rapidly, flying uh, uh, at, 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 at premium comfort or, or business. Mm. Corporates are coming back as well, but at a different, in total, at a different yeah. level. Because I was actually wondering about 2019. Yeah, because yeah. of this hybrid work situation. Yes, what is, is uh, business travel looking like? 
Well, it's not in, in total, it's not at the point of 2019. Mm -hmm. I think it will stabilize yeah. uh, at a certain number. We are not sure yet, but it will not become back to the 2019 levels. Okay. But that's compensated today in, in revenues and yield by the higher segments in uh, in. Uh, leisure customers. Ah, all right. Well, you spoke about that pent-up demand that you had to deal with uh, last year. Yes. And then you also talk about uh, the labor constraints. Of course, there was some chaos uh, at the airports as well. Yes. And I'm wondering then, because we've just come from the European summer season, where a lot of uh, South Africans also went to Europe. Yes. How did you handle that influx of, of demand? No, but it's solved. Eh? So all the issues we faced in 2022, yeah. they are solved in 2023. So if, if, you, if you transfer through uh, Schiphol Airport, yeah. no waiting lines, it, 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 it takes you like 10 minutes to go from one side until the other side. Mm. And that's a big difference uh, compared to 2022. So the airport hired like 700 new staff at security. Uh, KLM did as well at baggage handling, platform handling, engineering and maintenance. We hired um, uh, a, a, a lot of staff and we are... We are nearly there, not yet. Uh, uh, so hopefully in 24, we will be back at 100% capacity. Yeah, indeed. I can imagine there were big lessons learned from that. And I'm yes. glad uh, to see that everything uh, is going smoothly from yes. here on out. Well, let's talk about uh, sustainability because, yes. um, you know, and just the dynamics that affect your contribution to carbon emissions. Yes. And just the pressure that airlines are facing at this point to reduce their load in terms yes. of emissions. In an industry that seems very difficult to yeah. decarbonize, how yes. are you planning, how are you working on lessening that load? Yes, well, first of all, we are one of the front runners in uh, sustainability and sustainable aviation. Yeah. So we put a lot of effort with all the KLM colleagues all over the world uh, uh, to, to to do whatever we can today. Yeah? So so we need to do whatever we can today, and we need to think of the future. And and uh, so we bought new fleet mm -hmm. uh, as as we announced a month ago, the Airbus, and and at the end new fleet. So the Airbus uh, 320 will come in, and the Airbus 350 will come in, and we bought four new uh, freighters, also mm -hmm. Airbus. And if you compare, for example, a 747 and an Airbus 350, it's immediately 50% less noise uh, and 40% less uh, CO2. So it's a, quite a big step mm -hmm. uh, regarding sustainability, but it's not enough. Uh, so we need uh, to buy sustainable aviation fuel, which yeah. is, is it's not there, but we have 1% of, uh, of, of each flight leaving uh, the Netherlands and Schiphol. We have sustainable aviation fuel. We promise to have more and more sustainable aviation fuel towards 2030. Mm. And, and, and we are working closely together with, with uh, companies like Neste in the Netherlands and, and other companies because we need more uh, mm. uh, supply. And, and we are negotiating uh, with corporates as well and with customers because we have to work on buying sustainability aviation fuel throughout the, the supply chain. So we need corporates, we need customers, we need Neste, we need the suppliers and we need the airlines to buy it and, and that hopefully uh, we will have a breakthrough uh, between now and yeah. well 
we don't know, yeah. but hopefully within 10 years, so that we can accelerate sustainability. But next to that, we have a lot of uh, initiatives uh, running. Uh, for example, electrical equipment at mm. ground services, at Schiphol Airport, it's nearly 70% which is big, yeah. uh, I think we are really an example in, in having uh, electrical uh, equipment at ground handling, mm. but also waste reduction on board uh, and, and all kinds of other initiatives we have today. Yeah. Uh, we even delivered input to our state government to show that we can reduce noise with 20% in, in different ways and uh, we feel responsible and we really want to add value. And, and of course, it's difficult from an airline perspective uh, to accelerate, but we do everything we can today. And we invest uh, a lot of money in new aircraft, but also sustainable aviation fuel. Mm. We work together with the University of Delft on innovation. So, well, a lot to talk about. Yeah, a, a lot. <laughs> yes. And actually now, as we wrap up the conversation, let's actually talk about your growth path. What does yes. the runway for growth look like uh, for KLM? And if there are any acquisitions on the pipeline yes. uh, or any partnerships that we can expect? Yes. So KLM is part of a group. Mm -hmm. uh, we are Air France KLM, AFKL. Uh, so we are part of a group. We have two airlines, Air France and KLM. And we announced uh, some weeks ago uh, we will cooperate with SAS, which is in the Nordics. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, it's still, it's still a work in progress, yeah. uh, but it's uh, in consolidation in the European market. Is, is, is of course important and uh, therefore we look at different uh, available airlines in the European market mm. and one of them is, is SAS, uh, the other one probably will be TAP, it's a port the, the airline from Portugal. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the process, it's not started yet but uh, for sure we are interested and consolidation is, is the way uh, to growth but also the new airplanes with new seats uh, will help us to growth because mm -hmm. we have some restrictions in the Netherlands. Well, that was the CEO of KLM Royal Dutch Airlines, Marianne Rintel.